0: In the wake of World War II, the government is engaged in a large number of secret medical experiments designed to help win the Cold War, developing techniques for line control to create a so-called Manchurian candidate. What is the extent of these brainwashed All there is. You get the hypocrites out. We <laughs> clear them out now. Oh, the club begins. Oh no, oh no, 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 it's not a revival, it's a death sentence. They can't get too far, can they? No, they can't get too far. well, uh greetings in the name of the most high i'm uh well I'm alone for now i'm just you know i I guess I was bothered uh, somehow overnight You're not alone, in the middle of the of the deep, dark night <laughs> and the the thoughts of, of really um division. And I was just noticing, you know, and, and I mean, so many things um, they do, but it all has one theme, and we've been talking about this for, you know, 50 years, is divide and conquer. Yeah. And it creates division between people. So the government, which provides nothing, and is a bunch of hollowed-out fools, idiots... Um. And the only reason they do the right thing, I was just thinking about Romans 13 and how in a sense God does, you know, in the end kind of make them do the right thing. Have you noticed that or else we'd be gone, right? There is that intervention that I am cognizantly aware of. And, you know, I obey laws and God knows we pay taxes. Oh, boy. What we could do if we didn't have a burden of, you know, half of everything we have just gone, right? Um, But we can't because they are going to do for us. And people that really want to serve in that government are, you know, pretty much the people that want to overthrow capitalism or overthrow this form of government. They're the ones working there. Can you understand that? You know, the list is too long to start a complaint list. I'm just saying, can you believe that? The people there really want to overthrow. Well, you take a place like uh, Portland, Oregon. You take a place like Seattle. take a place like uh, some of these places where, you know, the whole goal of government and the reason that they give everyone everything away for free is to overwhelm the system, a la Cloud Piven program where they have uh, they say it's a free for all for all drug addicts and shoot up anywhere you want and here's free housing and TVs and cars and and anything you want. We banned all gas stations. But really the goal is it's not they they know there's no such thing as whatever they're they're warming global, you know, climate change all that. It's all a hoax. You know that. And it's been a hoax and I'm sorry for people that are fooled. It's just like we were completely 100%, 1,000% correct on day one of the pandemic. We were ready to go with all the information. Pretty much by the second week of the pandemic, and when Trump was getting muscled out of there, lockdown was starting to happen, uh, we, we had it not only sus, but sus to the end game, including warp speed, we called it. When he announced that we called it foul. It's going to be the kill shot. And uh, they not weren't all the kill shot on day one, but I mean, eventually within three years, we had this reporting in the first month of the pandemic, that within three or four years of these shots, there will be a culling of the population. And the only reason that hasn't happened is because of the awareness. I mean, it's happened on a smaller scale, but the reason for that mercy is because the information has been so spot-on accurate. To where I almost feel like usually I pay no attention to people, you know, because they, you know, they're you know, people walk around, they bounce around like little, you know, like little dolls or little pets or something, you know. They um, dutifully go by this and that and they go to the, get their flu shot and they drive their little thing around. Even they're starting to wake up. And when I say wake up, you're realizing that something is very, very wrong. I understand the, 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 the country of Australia has gone a whole new level down. And uh, what they're going to do is pit the people against the Aborigines. Once again, That <laughs> is that really news? And they're going to make it so that the um, you know, so I, I th- if, let me see if I get this right. So the Aborigines use all the state parks and everything and whatever you know free, while the white people <laughs> and the and the immigrants and I guess while while the citizenry, I guess you know all colors, you know, not in not not Aboriginal, will pay for it. But the whole point is is to get control of the land and control of the people, to to do one more pitting against the other. I know, I'm sure, the people I know have nothing against Aborigines or nothing against uh, transgenders, nothing against gays, nothing against um, black, nothing against uh, all these various colors of people and, and diversity and none of it. Never. There never has been, there never will. The only reason it exists is because the universities, schools, high schools, grade schools, and the government teach it. You can't learn something like racism without being taught how to be a racist. So the United States government is involved in one thing, racism. Biggest racist on the planet, good old USA government. The government of the USA, biggest drug dealer in the universe. Where's my drug dealer song? That's what I wanted to play. I Don't Live Today was, you know, Jimi Hendrix's song that he wrote when he was, um, you know, not famous and wanting to be famous, and, you know, that was his angst at the time. And to him, not being famous was not being alive. (laughs) Is that that shallow or what? Um, So, uh, gee, I wish I could find it. uh, Big... uh, it won't do it. It won't uh, find my... It won't cooperate. You're still there, right? So it's it's not really cooperating with me. Uh, oh, I see. I changed my color. Okay. Well, let's take a minute and just reminisce about how long ago... We did this silly song, Trish and me. This was kind of a fun thing. And um, let's see if I can... Baby, big drug dealer, baby. Big drug dealer, baby. Big drug dealer, baby. Big drug dealer,
1: baby. Big drug. drug
0: Right hand feel like an onion You're
1: just so cool like a school Learn how you can go so low Teach me how to leak out
0: To date. 2013, folks, 10 years ago. uh, We were, where were we? In Marina Del Rey, hotel room. Had uh, a little interface and a laptop and uh, a mic. And, uh, man, it was a moment of inspiration before having to go down to uh, LAX and jump on the plane, come back home. Home to this place, which is really should be called a tropical paradise at this point anyway uh so two thousand thirteen, let's just think about that for a minute. you know, uh talk about the sort of Damocles you know hanging over the people it, it, you know you know all that time you know you weren't safe in twenty thirteen we already we you know then here's just a song, I mean, just calling out the u s government as the number one drug dealer, arms dealer, but then later became, you know, number one trafficker, number number one in the sex slave, number one in porno, but also numero uno, uno, uno in snuff films. And you don't know that, but I do know that. Number one, because they can't have their, you know, orgies or get off without snuff without watching people die. Because right? once you cross that line you know, sexually and you start orgasming to death, then you need that again and again. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. And, and so these people, wonderful people, oh, no, they're your uh, judges and your, you know, your Freemasons and your, you know, your, you know, your Pythagorean-ness and your Golden Dawn, and they're all these organizations and your cancer drive and your charities. They're all those people. And they're everywhere. And how did, why did God let it go so long? Why did God let it go so long to where they became, the United States became number one in every single category, blowing away, the cartels work for Biden. What are you talking about? And so is that Abrador guy. I mean, they're, they're all in the same, you know, click. And the clique now is to get, you know, China and Russia to rule the world. And, um, you know, with the Chinese model and United States to uh, collapse into nothingness. Big victory dance. While they're playing games with Trump and everything else. it's it's And the people that are, like I say, are in the courts and, you know, the the Soros DAs and all that, they're, they're a complete joke of a human being, not even a human being. Someone said, they blew away a Christian who was praying. They go, I'm just taking the garbage out. Well, at PayPal, that can work two ways. That can work both ways, Okay just taking the garbage out. I'm just taking the emptiness out. Because what happens to people when they have no moral compass? I mean like your preacher's and I mean like the revival going on now. What? The revival going on now is foul. It's false. I told you before, there is no revival. I don't like to have to repeat myself, but I'm going to do it. There is no revival. And what you're seeing going on now is people desperately running to anything that would be the opposite of now they know. Their conformity, <laughs> their conformity has, has caused them to become, to become accomplices in everything that they say they hate while volunteering their children for indoctrination at three years old so as not to miss the bus. Get on the Magical Mystery Tour, the Beatles said. Uh, You know, get on the Magical Mystery Tour. Get on the pedophile bus, they said. Because you can't work magic without children. Period. Period. End of story. Whether you kill them, whether you use them, whether you use them with batteries, whatever you do. This place is so disgusting that actually it's amazing to me that God would allow anything like this to exist. It's got to, you know, free will can go so far, but this is a little bit ridiculous. Man is incapable of self-governance I have always said and always will be incapable. Even the founding Masons of America, right? This is a Masonic, i.e. a Luciferian, thirty three third degree, um, warmongering, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what you call it. I mean, at this point, they just go ahead and kill all the Ukrainians while they say, we're backing them up. So Biden kills all the Ukrainians, says he's going after Russia, uh, stands down for Russia and China to get together and you know, destroy the petrodollar. while these people are sitting here, these Americans, dumb fucks, all of them, with their thumbs so far up their ass, they can't breathe. Of course, the school system taught them to breathe in and out their ass. So, you know, we're a little late to the party here, a little late to the game. Waking up now doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Go ahead and wake up. It's not going to make any difference. Have your stupid revival. It's not going to make any difference. You're going to wind up with the exact same thing. The commercialization of Jesus. Gosh, oh boy, I can't wait to see that again. And it's already happening with the, uh, the, the foul movie. What's it called? Kelsey Grammer, you know, in a circle jerk. What's it called? I said it first. Jesus Circle Jerk. Okay, good. Jesus Feedback Loop. Jesus and Chuck Smith together. Once again, rolling out the gospel to the hippies. <laughs> oh, oh man, oh you 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 must be kidding me. You can't be serious. You, you, that, really, I mean, the idea, you know, yeah, well, see, people are so desperate now they'll take anything. Alex Jones, we're winning. We're going to win. We need to take more supplements. If I take any more supplements, I'm going to explode. We're at the tip of the spear. And God is looking for his own identity, he said. He's trying to find out who he is. A cringe. So what do you you want to do now, play patty cake? At this point, um, dance a jig, you know, throw down the shots of whiskey, light up that cigar, kick it over the fucking cliff. You know? Because why? Because the people aren't worth it. Because they'll turn around and stab you in the back the minute they get a leg The minute the economy improves, the minute something goes right, you'll see that revival sink like another Titanic. Filled with people screaming and yelling, complaining, it's not their fault, it's not my fault, it's not my fault. Well, aiding and abetting what we have. Every parent in America has made this. Every parent in America is responsible for what you have. You can go ahead and complain all you like. But... You made this. You have to own up to it first. You, you can criticize it if you like, but you're going to have to own up that this is what you did. You look the other way. They corralled you into some kind of a, you, you know, the suburbs is the same thing as compact cities. They put you there. And you couldn't be any different from anywhere else. The the, the little suburb was filled with policemen driving up and down the street, and anybody that didn't comply got gang-stocked. Nobody wanted to talk about it because everyone wanted to look the other way. So they did. So you created this. Okay, motherfucker? You created it. Quit trying to put it off on someone else. You did it. You did this, mom and dad. You did this. You created this for your children. How dare you complain about drag queen story time and all the rest of it. When you did it, you institutionalized all that. That was there a long time before any drag queens got involved. And you did that too. And you lied. You lied. You set it up. You abused all the children way before child abuse ever became in the uh, you know, public eye. You did it. Because nobody wanted to, you know, the policy of all the guilds was no child left behind. And you know what that means. Look out guard your butthole you know (laughs) the geniuses are at it again the little heads have won over and they're searching for any orifice possible especially when it does emotional damage and destroys people's lives and causes suicide yay oh that's the most fun of all I love it (laughs) wake up Wake up at your own peril. You waking up, it's almost as if you're waking up is like some sort of virtue that you have. Is that how you see it? You're being virtuous because now you're talking about stuff that's going on? You made all this stuff go on. Now you're trying to switch sides and not, take, not get blamed for it, not get the finger pointed at you. That's a way to deflect it. That's what you're doing. You're doing the opposite of repentance. You know? By putting that Chuck Smith movie out there, you're doing the opposite of repentance. By underscoring Calvary Chapel, you're doing the under, you're doing the, the exact opposite of repentance. You are lifting up the Luciferian world, and I doubt seriously Chuck Smith ever really understood anything, especially after re- reading the book. Uh, what was it? Grace changes everything. <laughs> well, he <laughs> he wishes for a magic formula like that. No, I don't. I'm, I'm just saying what's true. You can deal with it however you like what it, it's true is true. Has this story ever changed? Have I ever not you know, told you the truth about it? Have I ever changed it? Has it ever changed? The answer is not on the F report, it hasn't. And it never will. Because the truth is going to remain the truth, even if all those guys lie. Who has a better motive to lie? Some organized, corrupt church? Or an individual screaming in the wilderness? Who has, more, who has more opportunity to lie? Who would it serve better to lie? Well, not me. doesn't serve me. Any, whether I tell the truth or I don't tell the truth, it really doesn't even matter. It might matter to me, between me and God. That's about it. Maybe between me and people that have been around for a while, and they want to hear it. And they expect me to say the truth. And the truth is, where we're heading is right off the cliff. In fact, I would go so far as to say it's worse now than it was before people were so-called waking up. Waking up con- is constituted by this so far. The jab is poison. <laughs> i not you not. This COVID was manufactured by... People that want to cull the population and stop global warming. Bill Gates is a lying criminal murderer. And he has carte blanche to do whatever he wants. When did he get the power? When did he get the power? He got the power a long time ago. Remember Microsoft Word? What you see is what you get. 1985, you remember that? That's when he got the power. That's when you gave him all your power and extrajudicial powers. Because he's the genius. When all the time, Gates had you in the crosshairs. And all he wants to do is pull that fucking trigger. And he wants to kill you all. He wants you dead, 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 fucking dead. Seriously, dead. Dead. And he always has since high school. That's nothing new. He had to find a reason to want you dead. (laughs) Overpopulation, that's got to be it. But it doesn't matter what reason it is. He wants you dead, prima facie, that's the first thing. It's the primo thing. Then, he'll find a reason to make you dead. And he's been able to launch this pandemic and Johns Hopkins and the government, the entire Biden and everybody, they're all down with it. Biden getting placebo after placebo in his arm, trying to get you to to, to to fake you into taking it. I mean, this is really evil shit. This is evil. You talk about evil. This is evil. But Biden is just a come along lately puppet. He's not the architect of this. He's a, he's a, he's a fool. He's a clown. His, his wife has more influence than he does. you're going to come after me, you better have an (laughs) F-16. You know, I did not, uh, you know, get a boner when I was in the shower with my daughter. (laughs) Just the idea that you would take that and leave that guy in the White House. You did it. You got a complaint with the White House, the government, you did it. You got a complaint with January 6th, you did it. What haven't you had your hand in? See, that's that's the thing, you know, in repentance, you know, the Bible's really pretty clear. You know, whatever it is we've been involved in, we've got to repent for that. And what we've been involved in in the United States, you know, for a couple hundred years, has been, you know, prosperity has corrupted, you know, success has corrupted, uh, the fact that Masons found it is completely, totally un, un, unacceptable and, and corrupt to begin with, which is why the very you know, foundation has been overthrown. You don't have the Constitution and the you know, Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights anymore. I mean, they're there to refer to. If you can find a judge, that will go along with it. But for the most part, it's been overthrown. What they're doing now is they're arguing over money. The first part's done. The philosophical part, yeah, that's done. Now it's just about money. It's just about, you know, will Bitcoin survive? The little guy's coin, will it survive? Uh, you know, my, my guess is it will. Because, because most of these guys that told you to not have Bitcoin, including Gates, they're up to their eyeballs in it. <laughs> Remember that? You should, it's going to go to zero. You better not have any. <laughs> well, they robbed you blind, didn't they? Once again, you're just not as good as them. You know, the people of America are just not as good, or or the free world, whatever that means. Uh, they're not as good. These guys outsmart you every day of the week, and they're not that smart. How can a guy like you know a slowpoke like Klaus Schwab outdo you in anything? how is that possible? It's possible because they distract us. they get us to look at other things, and meanwhile, time's going by, and their plan is 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 on track and you know by the time you turn away from your you know petty little problem to deal with the big problem, uh it's too late, so you know they've tried their. Anyway, you know, you know what it is, and and when you saw the funeral, um, uh, you know, the abominations called funerals. I mean, Bush family, sick abomination, doing that Babylonian shit right in front of everybody. But they figured the people are too stupid to figure out what it means, right? When they had the the high priest of Babylon. Babylon was run by Satan. That's why it's so famous, Satan. Satan runs Hollywood. No, the Jews run it. The Jews. <laughs> Satan runs Hollywood. Whether it be fallen Jews, Christians, fallen angels, whatever. And um, Hollywood is also called Babylon. If you look at the movie Babylon, I, I think it's a it should be required viewing for every single person in America. You you need to go look at Babylon. The only thing you're missing, again, is they try to shy away from the kids because they figure if they show, you know, adults fucking kids, you know, that that just probably... But, you know, that was going on. (laughs) So, and, you know, and this was the early days of talking. This was the, you know, know, 1927, 28 to 30, right back in there when L.A. was just getting going. And the whole point of it is Babylon. The whole point of, of it is debauchery. The the point of making the movie ended up becoming the parties afterward. That that's the thing. And what people will do for fame. How low will they go? So they'd have contests of, you know, how depraved will you get how bad do you want this role? Would you do this for it? Would you do that for it? Would you do this for it? Would you do that for how, how, how what would you do to become some sort of celebrity? Would you do this? would you do what would you do? And the answer is well, they'll do anything, including kill and have for decades and decades and decades and decades It's always been the same Babylon washington d c is Babylon Hollywood is Babylon. just one more. Arm of the same, you know, mechanism that is here for one purpose and one purpose only—to fight God uh, through deception and, and you know, gather you know, scalp as many souls as possible, robbing them from the from the Lord. And um, basically, that's it. And they've they've aligned in numbers. And yes, they do make you do debauch things. As you know, they they may not say it's an initiation, but you know, you know full well it is if you've done it. You know. If you've done it, then you know you went through an initiation. I don't have to say, Oh, that was your initiation. They don't have to say that. You know, just like in a gang thing, you know, you killed an innocent, you know, lady walking down the street. Well, you know, you're in the gang now. That was an initiation. So the whole world's run by that. And, um, you know, the people of America did not stand up to it. And now the powers moved to, you know, Russia and China and, you know, that whole thing. You now see Ukraine, like we told you from what day... day before Ukraine even got started, we told you it was... a It was said don't listen to, to idiots from Hollywood. You know, people that are bought and paid for, like the Sean Pans of the world. Don't listen to that. It's just more propaganda. You know, and this whole thing of... The guy recently... I mean, you know, I have to say this. The guy recently said in the news that, um, you know, uh, Maduro is better than Trump any day. If Trump wins, I'm taking my family to Venezuela. Well, they'll be safe. And I was just thinking, yeah, he would probably put on a military outfit and go to work every day with Maduro and sit up there like, you know, superior, rounding up people he doesn't like. (laughs) Yeah, I never, you know... My feeling about him is he just, uh, uh, I I have no opinion. You know what I mean? I have no opinion. It's, it's an NPC. It's a blank. But he, you know, because people listen and he moves the news I mention. But seriously, um, you, you know, I mean, this has been a little bit of a fiery podcast, but I mean, you know, did, did you really think, you, you know, this was going to do it? People have no skin in this game. The majority have no skin in the game whatsoever. They they they've been bought and sold. They're you know they're already you know being divvied up by China and Russia and whoever else is going to be on top. You know I'm so, sorry it's so sad, and I'm sorry it's really, you know, come down to this. But I've tried to tell you over the years all these things, this is nothing new for me because, um, you know, my unique perspective, it gave me a way to, you know, and my survival gave me a way to point at the problem, which is, you know, I just say it, but, you know, turn a word from, you know, sort of, um, you know, informative to, you know, a a banal or, or even shallow word. Uh, but society is not worth saving. I disagree with the Antifa you know, people. They want to throw it down and have communism. They don't understand. Communism is rich people's game. It's rich, rich white guys. I, I don't think they get that. I don't know. I tried to explain this to a a Generation Z person, and I, I you know, I... I Listed all the players, listed how it goes, books to read, you know, and they just couldn't get it. They just want to f- pull the statues down and and overthrow it. And they hate Trump, and then that's where they're at. And uh, so, great job of th- that generation is completely destroyed. I wouldn't even, you know, maybe have them sign up for war somewhere. You know what I mean? Otherwise, they're, they're going to be a a burden on the uh, taxpayer. You know, I'm just kidding, you know, it's, it's just, it's, um. there's a reason they call you all useless eaters, right? As they feel, since they have the credit, they own all the money, they have all the power, they have all the armies, they have all the governments, they've captured them all. They figure you're supposed to, you know, come along and comply. They're going to do to you what they're going to do to you anyway, no amount of, quote, waking up, which is a joke term now. There is, nobody has woken up. I look around, I walk around, I just got back from Florida, I took a trip across the United States. And I can tell you that, you know, they've woken up to the point where they they think they've been messed with by, like, you know, the powers that be and the COVID thing. But that's pretty much as far as it goes. I don't think they even realize what, what you know, what the, uh, what the whole point of it is. You know, the, you know, the point of it is that, the, you know, evil has taken over the world, and evil wants to exterminate them. Life, which is good, um, you know, has lost in this fight to evil. People have succumbed to evil because it's an easy way to retire, they look the other way at all the atrocities, not realizing that they themselves are accomplices. If you are an accomplice to a murder, you still do time. It's up to you to not only confess it, but you need to prevent it. And you didn't do that here in America. So now here we are. God is very much in control. You know, you're not in control. God's in control you know, and weighing the hearts and minds of people to see just how dedicated they are or are not. I mean, that is exactly what it's come down to. There is no economy. There is no drug dealing. There is no flesh game. There is no human trafficking. There is no industry. There is no, you know, war industry. There is no, you know, uh, widgets. There There are no, you know, things. There are no condos. There are no yachts. There are no planes. There's nothing. All that is just a delusion all there really is is this battle, you know, within us about, you know, being obedient to God or obedient to tyrants, you know, obedient to evil. And being obedient to evil is is a matter of initiation, of course. And, you know, once you get going up that ladder, people can't resist it. They're just going to keep going until they finally die. And I'm just here to tell you that, you know, this revival thing, having seen this ugly chapter in Christendom come back up to the surface again. It's truly extraordinary. And I know I get letters from people that say, well, I didn't kill myself because I got the Bible from Calvary Chapel. I studied it and made it, so I didn't kill myself. It's great that a lot of people did kill themselves, though. you're, You're one of the lucky ones. Couldn't stop my daughter from killing herself, I can tell you that. Nope, no, sir. Nothing you have in your little mausoleum there could have stopped that. No Bible, no nothing. Unless God had His hand come right down and stop it. God must have uh, known that was going to be the outcome, and that was the outcome. Period. You're not God. You don't decide the outcome. So repentance, you know, is it so hard to understand that, Lord, look what we look what we did. We let this thing happen. Back in the eighties, the border was a problem. Back in the 70s, it was a problem. The, the same problems we have now have been going on, you know, indefinitely. You know, the problem is not the Democrats. Just because they reject God and, and uphold pedophilia, that doesn't mean they're the problem. The problem is the the, the society itself has always been. Uh you know for example Hollywood has always been the pe- pedophile kingdom of the world. I mean did anyone think it wasn't? Well I did. I thought it wasn't for a while when I was programmed. <laughs> yeah but that didn't last that long. You know. That never happened to you. Okay. Oh god. If you think it did you should kill yourself. Okay, I'll kill myself. I'm sick mommy. I have nightmares. Good. Good for getting somewhere. Um so uh so let let's talk about what revival really looks like. First of all, it wouldn't be called a revival. It, it wouldn't be called an awakening. It's 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 much more than that. It's you know taking responsibility for your situation. For our collective situation that we're in right now. You know, if I see him doing something I don't like, well, you know, there's somehow I'm involved because I don't like it. Somehow, earlier on, I didn't do something or say something that eventually led to that result. You know, so we've all had a hand in this. And, you know, the church is not the answer in America, the church is corrupt. All of them. Every last, well, I can't say every last one because I know a couple where people go and they say it's not corrupt, but, you know. I have just a way of, I'd have to go there and see. Let's see how long they tolerate me. I would dare say that I wouldn't even get in the door for one day. I'll bet you anything. If I came to your church, I'd be thrown out in the first 20 minutes. Not even that long. Ten minutes. That little warm-up period where people are having coffee before going and taking their seats. I'd be gone. I'd be asked to leave. Why would that be? (laughs) God bless you. If if you're that naive, pray that God will keep you that way. But you know, I've got nothing against the uh, propagandized church. You know, nothing personal. It's just you know the 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 experience. Well, since Calvary Chapel is the big thing on the blog, yeah, the Jesus people—they got that Jesus guy. That's the the first like Jewish-looking Jesus guy. Well, that's good, and he's the lead character, and Kelsey Grammer and there doing this movie about Chuck Smith saving all the hippies. And I, I, I'm just, I just, you know, if there was any credibility to this Calvary Chapel at all, I would have been contacted, I would have been followed up on, there would be a dialogue right now with me and them. Because, you, you, you know, like the Bible says, you can't let this disagreement just float out there. you got to go settle it with your brother. If I am the brother of anybody there you try to sell I mean anybody in the the upper echelon that makes decisions for the uh for the organization. Uh send them my wife. <laughs> uh, I've I've been down that road many times and it usually winds up. It's all your fault, Tav. Why, that we couldn't have a good discuss you know, well, you're not being loving and forgiving. Jesus is loving. And then we get into that argument. You know, be more loving. Well, we are loving. This is called tough love. And tough love is, you know, yes, be lovey-dovey, but also, you know, within the confines of, of you know, what the Lord has given us. And, you know, and the, the number one sin, I think, and I know that we're all guilty of this, so this is the the number one most popular sin we have is taking our eyes off the Lord. It's like when Peter was, you know, on the water and he looked down and he saw that he was on the water and it freaked him out and he fell in. You know, it's that same thing, whatever the distraction is. You know, and, um, you know, great exercises, fasting and praying, you know, getting together with people and, you know, if you can, and singing some songs or, you know, just... Whatever way of keeping it going, try to keep that going first in first place every day, God first obviously and and you know and and th- there are organizations out there that I mean Govinda was talking about I forget what it was called uh works in that thing hmm. they recruit you they recruit, they tried to recruit, recruit him at one point and and have a a, 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 a foothold in Sri Lanka. What was that called, Trish? Uh, but anyway, they're all you know—they're all like millionaires and billionaires that run that. They're using the prayer. They're using the concepts, especially the metaphysical concepts that, that Jesus and that the Bible teach, really. Um, well, no, there's no instruction manual. This is not the occult. This is not Madame Blavatsky. This is not Gurdjieff. This is not, um, you know, fuckface. What's his name? I uh, can't remember his name right now. Aleister Crowley. You know, or Jimmy Page. <laughs> i only mention that because he he thought if he moved in uh, Crowley's castle, he'd get some some he'd get some longevity. <laughs> it didn't really work out so well, did it? Uh, but um, you know, it, the bottom line here is that. Uh, I see the people doing this backlash, and I'm sure Greg Lurie is just beside himself with a giddy joy over recruiting all these people into the, you know, into these uh, churches. I, I, I don't know if his is Calvary Chapel, but he had uh, the whole same movement, the evangelical movement in L.A. in Riverside, L.A. And, you know, all that. You know, all these, you know, including Calvary Chapel, would all. Come together at this uh, Ventura. Uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Say a convention center type of, you know, thing where they would be have this re- this harvest revival every year, and all the pastors were like they were all riding Harley's, you know, and they had all this solid. It was just so, it, it was so sick that I, I I I forgot to keep mentioning it. I, I that's not my job to go around policing people. You know, I don't care if you have a Harley. It was this. It was this connection with people driving their Harleys. I mean, I had a Harley. I had not a Harley, an Indian at the time. And, uh, you know, i would ride my Indian where I felt like. But they had, like, this little motorcycle club you could, you know... And they would pull in and they'd have their goatees and they had their docker slacks and their T-shirt or whatever and they'd get up on the stage. And Franklin Grant would dry his nose from taking too much cocaine and... He'd fly it in his own plane, <laughs> telling us all how great it is. Oh, you don't remember that? Funny how the memory, right? Franklin now, is, he's also holy. He's Mr. Holiness. He's, holy. he's a guru now. I'm happy he does the charity work he does. Great, fantastic. God probably just loves it. He loves that, that obedience. That may be enough. I don't think the, the idea is whether we get into heaven. We, we should not care whether we get into heaven or not. Whether I get there or not. That should not be my concern. I, I think that's a big mistake that the church teaches. It should be, you know, is God with this or not? Not, am I going to get to heaven? I mean, am I good enough? No, man, you're not good enough and you're not going to get into heaven. What is this heaven thing? You want to escape this and go to heaven? If you, if you have God in your mind and your concern is, you know, is God pleased with this or not? Are we going the right direction or are we not? Lord, what does your say or not? Please guide us, Lord. Lord, have your way with us today, Lord. Guide us this way or that, Lord. Lord, we just... We don't know where I belong, but please put me where I where you want me to be. Are you happy, Lord? Yes, I'm. It's all working out. It must be. <laughs> and by the way, am I making it to heaven? No, that just shouldn't. Isn't that ugly? It, is that ugly? Me? Well, me, me, I. Am I? Are you taking me, Lord? Cause really, that's all I worry about. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I can understand. You know the the fact that the, the so see the chosen to my way of thinking. You know the TV series, the, the money they raise. The, the, the I know the connection. I know the people in Albuquerque that run the little. Christian station. I understand this uh, this whole sick little group, okay? Um, yeah, I know. One of the guys who was running the radio station came up to me and goes, you know, he 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 just basically slammed my entire testimony and me and, you know, just went, went into a... a hissy he fit over having heard something about the Zuff Report. You know, he equated my uh, struggle to survive, to even talk, as uh, just, you know, being upset that my mother told me to clean up my room or something like that. You know, and, and like like I had no right to, you know, even mention satanic ritual abuse or, you know, murder or, you know, mind control or incarceration or torture or electro-torture or any of those things. I shouldn't really you know, say anything, because it's akin to, oh, or killing other people, or any of it, or how many died, or other people's plights, or my daughter's uh, suicide, or anything like that, was considered by these people that are not in these organizations as nothing. And I was told that it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter if, you know, they stabbed you every day and you just barely survived, you know, and you were held underground in some cage and you barely got up out of there and you were going to tell somebody what happened and they would shush now. We'll tell you when to speak. What happened to you is no different than happened to anybody else. Okay. I just thought it would be informational. It might help other people. We'll decide that, right? Right, Calvary? You'll decide that, right? You'll decide when they're ready to publish a book (laughs) you approve of or have a band or make a movie. (laughs) Wow, now we're into movie making, are we? That's incredible. Now we're into movie making. What movie will we make? We'll make one of our fearless leader, Chuck, the embezzler Smith. Wait, he didn't embezzle. How did he get that land out there? I'd have to ask. uh, You know, the guy didn't have a clear deed of title. He gave it to Calvary as a gift in some kind of scam. And all the lawyers scammed it in court, so they ended up getting the land. Then they had a whole blueprint, you know, a whole architectural scheme to build all these condos. They were going to make, you know, five to ten million, uh, you know, profit for Chuck Smith personally, who was uh, uh, using Calvary Chapel funds uh, to have these lawyers deal with all this. And Calvary Chapel money for these little side ventures of his. I mean, you can just do what you want, you know what I mean? You're not gonna convict him of anything. Now he's a big hero. But uh that's probably the most mean-spirited, you know, people and place of of, of seriously on the face of the earth. And, you know, it, it really is a dictatorial, militaristic, you know, uh it's almost like some of these organizations that we've seen. Like, it really reminds me more of um, what, what was that that one they, they would have where you go join and sell stuff? Uh, you, you, Amway. That's what Calvary Chapel reminds me. It's like the Amway of you know Amway of uh, you know <laughs> right? It's the Amway of, of you know shitty <laughs> Meanwhile Christianity has been you know sold down the sewer because after all grace changes everything <laughs> you got long waves on grace huh <laughs> all those dead bodies sure tear it up Adolf uh but anyway it it is what it is and and you know they're having their Success, you know, Satan's loving it, and 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 basically, it's and the people are flocking. They're saying, "This is the awakening." No, that's the controlled opposition. They know that the people are being hurled into it. They're being reawakened. The, 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 the church is going to be full again, and of course, they're under control of the U.S. government, biggest. Uh, snuff film trafficker in the world, biggest Satanist in the world, biggest satanic ritual abuse organization in the world, biggest trafficker, biggest, uh, you know, killing, bringing more fentanyl in than anybody. The US government brings the fentanyl in. Don't look at the Chinese or the cartels. It's the USA doing it to itself, trying to fold itself into the New World Order. That is exactly what's happening, and that's what, why you can't ever get an answer we got to stop these Chinese from bringing this stuff in. They're coming over the border. No, they're, they're making it in Mexico. They don't need the Chinese. And they're being brought in by Joe Biden and his cadre of, you know, assholes who are trying to kill people. That's right. And are. Why is that... Why are these... You know, and they'll never talk about that at uh, a Chuck Smith rally, okay? Kelsey Grammer will never say anything about any of that stuff. Right? The closest thing I saw him to being even semi-real in a film... Oh, he's a great actor, but I mean, just he's, he reminds me so much of my uh, old uh, school friend Peter Adams it became a really famous uh, painter I had a story I wanted to share with him but he said I was I think his his wife objected uh, to him talking to me so of course he dropped me we had a little reunion Mm -hmm. but he's all wrapped up in the tree he was the guy that took me to the to Costa Mesa to the first uh, to the Chuck Smith rally It wasn't called Calvary Chapel then. It was just tents, a tent rally in Costa Mesa. I was there at 818. It was a kind of a Hail Mary pass in between uh, mental hospitals. And, uh, you know, maybe this will work. Well, it couldn't have been real. When they say work, what do they mean? Fit you into society. Yes, of course, fit me into society so it'll Work. And then what happens, boys and girls? Well, we could certainly use you to further the word of God. (laughs) And I know they hate to hear this. And I know they can't listen. And I know they've said over and over and over in their little you know, in their meetings. And and to me, nothing that Zeph does is going to ever last or be significant. Everything he says is in vain. No one pays attention to him. He's just a screaming fool out in the wilderness. Nobody cares. He's not connected to anything. Nobody cares. Don't worry about it. No one's going to investigate Chuck Smith and these business deals. No one's going to do anything. Okay? And that's the same you know use that as a metaphor of the United States condition right now, which is basically you know probably you know if I have a little more definitive thing to say, but my opinion my opinion on this is no, it won't be here in the future, unless it's here in some sort of corporate you know um you know gas fume of another time that you know like Atlantis or something. You know, I mean, it's, it, 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 we torched it. And it burned. And, you know, uh, <laughs> my prediction on the Chinese going into Michigan, ka ching, man. I, I'll tell you, I am on fire. Remember, I told you they were speaking, they were teaching Mandarin? Ka ching, another one. Boom! Accurate. I'd say I got my 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 victory hands out now. Accurate. At least I know I'm accurate. You know what I mean. At the end of the day, ah, there were some big things I said early on about uh, kings of terror in some of my writings and stuff that, that Well, I guess you could say they came true. 9/11 and you know, but I mean it wasn't as big of as I thought. I, I didn't think we'd get this far actually. I think early on, and then I realized that time goes. The Lord spoke to me, it was, you know, time, it goes, you know, the end goes on a long time, is what he said. A long time, a long time. And, um, you know, so I got this idea that the the end is kind of this repetitional thing where it just keeps kind of repeating itself, it just keeps rolling into another aspect of something we might have read, like in Revelation or like, you know, in Daniel or uh, in... um, Zechariah or even you know Malachi four you know that that starts to bring it toward that day of darkness that day of you know a uh, you know of a you know, that that apocalyptic day but i think really if you really focus on revelation one two three four five six and you work your way up through the seals I think you get you get the whole scope of it. Then it kind of like it starts again. You know, then you work your way through the witnesses and the, and, the, uh, and you know, the, the woman and the, uh, you know, the, the travailing woman and then Michael slaying the devil, you know, the dragon, right? And then really having the revelation. It's the dragon. It's the devil of old. It's the old dragon, the sea dragon, the dragon, You know, the the son of the dragon is who? Was Marduk. Marduk was the first king of Babylon. Who was Marduk? Marduk, in some ancient writings that you'd have to dig out, God knows where you'd go to get him now. But Marduk was Satan. Marduk was Satan in the flesh. Who ran Babylon. Babylon. And what we have here is the Decepto Derby. I mean, this is insane. You actually have to have almost a genius IQ to figure this stuff out. You do. So that eliminates, you know, 99.999% of the people, right? In America, they're smarter in Europe, that's true. Smarter in Australia, for some reason. Even though they let themselves get terrorized, But here they're really... I think because American culture could only go one way. It had to go full program. And that you know, and, and what that does is lower IQ. Plus don't forget, the United States has been a petri dish for experimenting with drugs that will you know, the one drug that Bill Gates and the Department of Defense and MIT 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 The one DARPA DARPA yeah DARPA yeah. CIA MK Ultra. So the one thing you know that they were after is the, the 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 aspect of devotional religion in your brain, where that is, and they wanted to line up. This is Bill Gates now with MIT, John Hopkins, and all the other players uh, developing a vaccine that will take that part out, that God part out. That's the thing that's been hindering them. So the, the jab. You know what I've been trying to look for in people that have been jabbed is how is your faith against what they've lost their faith. They all have. They mainly all have. They've taken the jab. They they oh they give it lip service. Oh yes, in Jesus' name amen. You know they give it you know, lip service, but they're just not really. You don't get the idea. That, you get the idea that they feel collectivized with everybody else. So it's a strange thing, but what I think it may be, it may be they've identified that area of the brain that is t- devotional toward, you know, they say, well, this is for the Muslims to stop the terrorism. These are the same experiments as Louis Jolion West, Mr. MK Ultra, who killed the elephant with a- 1,500 milligrams of LSD-25 and who, who, you know, came out to California to run the UCLA Neuropsychiatric Institute and some 500 psychiatrists who are all dedicated to, you know, implanting the population with, with brain chips to make them docile under Ronald Reagan. For those of you who think Reagan's the answer, or is Trump the answer? Trump looks up to Reagan. Reagan, Reagan was a complete fabrication. Toto. I've got a picture of Reagan. Yeah, he's hanging out at uh, Bohemian Grove. What do you think about that? He's just kicking back with his buddies, you know, Nixon was there, you know, Rockefellers, hanging out with, you know, the, the, the usual. Yeah, some of the gentry from Hollywood, you know. You know, it's really funny in the Bohemian Club. <laughs> well, I've I've actually been to the Bohemian Club when I was a mere child. My brother and I were... My grandfather took us there for lunch. They put on a nice... It's all leather seats, you know, nice lunch. Old building... Yeah, that was, uh, originally, that was a club for poets, writers, and um, painters. Because at that time, the very popular, you know, paintings were not just portraits, but also the California, you know, landscape east of Berkeley, you know, into the Sierras. And those kind of landscapes were very, very popular. In fact, they still are. But those were the people that founded the Bohemian Club. Kind of a far cry from the way where it wound up, huh? You know, some of the entertainment, some of the entertainers that were there, some of your buddies, the, oh, you love their records. Come on, you're bros, man. Uh, the Grateful Dead. Couple of survivors, yeah. yeah. How about this guy? Space cowboy, bet you weren't ready for that. Oh, you mean fly like an eagle? Yeah, the fly like an eagle guy. Big time. Yeah, he's in, he's in all that. And why should that bother you? Because they, if you died in COVID, they would have been the ones who killed you. Good old Steve Miller. You know, back when he came out with that song "Space Cowboy," I wasn't even driving then, but you know, I used to love to to listen to that song. Anything with space, even like when the when the Deep Purple came out with, uh, you know, what was it? What was the song? What was that song? "Space Truckin'." Uh, even though it was, it was just a silly, stupid song. But, I, you know, I, I really, uh, anything to do with space, I love. But anything, anything, anything but this. Elon, will you get us off the planet? No, sorry, I, I can only curve the rockets when they get up to the, you know, to the firmament, and you're not supposed to know about that, so I curve them. The rockets go up and then they curve. They curve. Well, they go into orbit, so we curve them, you know, it go straight through, you know, they go into orbit. Well, they, they, we launch them straight through, they disappear in the clouds, and then we have the uh, scenarios where we film Mars, you know, it's on, uh, you know, don't laugh. <laughs> I think if Elon could have been on Mars right now, he would have been. But what is Mars? What is the solar system? You know, the fight that goes on over the the flat Earth, the firmament, the this that, you know, the the Vedas, the Vedic teachings about what the world is. I think there is something to all this, but I don't think anyone's ever really figured it out. I'm not sure exactly how Space Force fits in, but I think Space Force has something to do with the fight between, you know, these ancient peoples that have somehow in space, like in Orion, the Pleiades and other places, you know, there's some kind of connection through Saturn, and then then there's this Jesus connection that's like comes through, you know, saving, and then the other thing comes through enslavement, which is Saturn, and uh, it's, it's, it's 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 the dangest thing. But see, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I I don't want it. I'm tired of it. I'm not for it. I don't want any further delays. We, you know, we want what we need now. I don't need another deception. I don't need another, you know, rock in the world for Jesus and, you know, Jesus freaks and all that. I don't need this shit. It's got to be real. It's this time. It's got to be real. It's got to be the real thing. not just well, so many people are waking up. We're on the winning edge. No, I, I can't have that. I can't keep going week after week. I can't buy any more supplements. I got supplements coming out of my ears here. No, really. Come on, guys. Enough of this. Please. I, I look, look. Just let the Lord minister to you, right? Today, let's just not beat ourselves up. That's, that's another thing we do. We beat ourselves up that we didn't do more. We should have done more. We could have saved it. We could not have saved it. We could have done anything. This is where we were going to wind up anyway, but we need to figure out now which way to go. Well, you know, I always say Jesus being the way. The way, going on the way, capital W. Yes, that's a good idea. There's a way. Uh, going with truth rather than everything else is a lie. Let God be true and every man a liar. Okay, so truth and life. Life is good. I don't like death. The cult of death and, you know, Stephen Miller, Space Cowboy, and, you know, the Grateful Dead. No, I, I, I want to go life. Please. The, you, you mean to tell me the highest pinnacle these people experience is two weeks in the summer where they go to Bohemian Grove Is that the best this place could do? That is truly pathetic. The cremation of care is the best they could do to show the world that they've seared their consciences. Please don't insult the idea of even having a mind. So Calvary Chapel... Well, you know, uh, I, I'm with Jesus. <laughs> I think they figured out I had some Jesus going or something. He tried to play it down, Galsy Grammar. On an interview, he I, I I don't have the clip right now, but I had uh, something. About it. They figured out that I had Jesus going. Oh, you got Jesus going, huh? And what would that mean to a Kelsey Grammer? No golf at the club? Uh, no uh, guilds and affiliations and oaths? What would that mean for a guy like him? How, how would you do that? That yeah, you know, connected Jesus, Jesus with the sunglasses and the uh, Jesus and the uh, you know Bugatti, uh, Jesus on the private yacht or plane, Jesus doing the highest grossing movie for the season. That's what is it called? Whatever it's called. It's and the people that did the crowdfunding of $20 million for this little series on TV about Jesus, cashing in on Jesus. Cashing in on Jesus, yeah. Cashing in on Jesus. Or as the, another way to put it would be the way the who put it, riding on you. One and one don't make two. One and one make one. Yet I'm looking for that free ride to me. I'm looking for you. How oh, how romantic. How magical. Boy, chalk one up for yourself, Townsend. What a great job. He sort of disappeared when they accused him of being a pedophile. You don't see him that much anymore. Daltrey is still out there. He's, kind of, he's the old man actor now. Apparently, he's quite good. No, I'm not, I have no pejorative statement. I mean, you know, in Babylon, everyone's a pedophile. So it's, you know, what's the big deal? Not even, there's no word for it. It just is the way it is. Here in America, there's this perception that we've got to stop the pedophiles. Everything is pedophile. Every every aspect of society is. So what are you talking about? Where are you going to stop it? It was at the school. It's at the lunch place. It's in the office. It's in the a casting couch, of course. Uh, what are you talking about? It's at the parties. So where, are you going to go back 25 years and stop it? Two years and stop it? you stop it in the future? How are you going to stop it? Most of these people that are connected, they don't get in trouble for any of this stuff. I mean, you know, Trump, God bless him, he wanted to, to he wanted to round them up. Remember, he told the Coast Guard those new cutters they were getting going to be used to round up and interdict, uh, you, you know, child sex trafficking rings. Remember, remember, January was the month. Uh, to, did you know that? you know, Biden and all those people overturned that, that they overturned the idea of stopping, you know, uh, sex trafficking and human trafficking and human slavery, and that, that January was the month of awareness for that particular horrible thing. The worst thing we do in this country is that, and that was there, and they scratched it. They got rid of it. They don't want to interdict on human trafficking. They don't want to interdict on these drug dealing things of the, of the fentanyl. The greatest, the greatest accomplishment of the Biden administration is killing that many people and getting away with it. Fentanyl has been good for Joe. You'll never hear Joe say a damn thing about it other than, oh, it's terrible. He should do something about it. And then he won't do it because he knows without that, he has no leverage. Plus, how much private money is he making off that? I mean, he must be making billions. Anyway, big drug dealer, baby. Well, back then, in the time of Barack Obama, you remember Barack Obama in 2013, don't you? Actually, he wasn't as bad as what we've got now. Yeah, they've, they've spent so much money. You know, they, they've destroyed the economy. And then it won't catch up for a little while. So now they're trying to blame it on somebody else. But Biden did it on purpose. Remember, he signed all those, th- all those executive orders. That was to destroy the economy. And then the people watched it happen. See, the, there's a reason the people watched it happen. The people are being punished. God is allowing the punishment. Why? Why so painful? You know, it's it's because God is showing you what life without God really is. He he wouldn't be showing us that unless he was in judgment of us, giving us a lesson, teaching us who were wrong. I mean, he could throw, he could round us up and execute us all. He can allow, he's he's allowed his people to be hauled off to Babylon. I can't think of a worse fate. Daniel was in captivity in Babylon. So please, uh, God's people are in captivity in Egypt, you know, and that was a tough struggle to get out of there. And even then, on the road to freedom, there was even more people like in the United States, like Antifa, that want to just bring it down and they want to have abortions and worship of objects. Nothing new here. The only thing that's happening though is a grand deception. And that's new. And this grand deception is being foisted on us by government frequencies of paranoia. You know, don't trust the other guy. You know, division, paranoia, fear, 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 fear. And where it goes is basically, you know, we want to finish destroying you. And then, when we're done, we'll have a new world order. So, they're convinced that the only way to get the new world order now is to destroy the United States. Not from necessarily a nuke right now, but through financial calamity. So far, it's just turned into a hate fest. So far, the people don't see that they're being manipulated into starvation. They're being harmed into damage. They don't blame the government. They blame the white male Christian. And uh, they blame, well, that's it, the scapegoat for now, but that's not going to be enough. It's uh, the MAGA supporters. And that's wearing off now. So that's, They need something fresh. So probably they'll sacrifice the Biden administration and have Trump riding it on a horse. Now, what do I think of Trump? I don't think anything. I, um, I enjoyed the Trump economy and the, the trade uh, practices, but I did not enjoy his getting rolled by the likes of that little fucker Fauci. I did not like seeing that. And then how long he went on and on and on about the, you know, he saved millions of people. I mean, God, I'm just getting sick to my stomach over that. But does he love the country? I think he does. I think he'd like to save it. I think he wants to put the deep... The things he wants to do, I'm all for it. I, you know, somebody's standing up and do something. If he's willing to be obliterated, great. Celebrate him as a martyr. So I don't have any opinion. I, I don't really have, you know... I, I, Hollywood people are really, you know, disgusting, too. And all they think about is Trump all day long. And, you know, I know what Hollywood is. It's, it's basically hell. <laughs> Even with all the corporate infusions, it still didn't become, you know, white bread, right? Right? And what I mean by whiteboard is like homogenized, sort of like, you know, here's your toys and your little Marvel comic movies. and the old, You know what I mean? They've, they've been floundering trying to find a movie that works for people. In fact, on Netflix, you, you'll see that a lot of the movies they're playing, they're going back 10 years now. And they're playing movies that are reaching number one on Netflix that were popular 15, 20 years ago. Why is that? Well, that's because they have no content. Because they're, they don't, you know, they're making movies for themselves. They're all woke. And nobody wants that. So there's a dearth now and they don't have it and they don't know what to do. But the people, you know, I think if they can cut through this first, you know, because the government will provide always that thing that seems like salvation, you know, this revival which is bullshit, which is 100% controlled by them, right? By Satan. So they need to see through that and go to the real deal. But the real deal doesn't look too exciting because you can't put people together, any two people together, anywhere in the nation, anywhere in the world, if two people come together, or three or four on any subject, well, they'll move in. They'll spy on it. They'll 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 try to bust it up because the real thing going on here has to do with salvation of souls, not your business or your charity interest or your you know your your hobby, but salvation of souls. Anything that doesn't have to do with that, you know, they uh, well what they're concerned about is they're concerned that two two or more people gathered together praying and they're going to be a real problem. So that that's a key right there. And we just have to keep, you know, f- f- finding ways of doing it. And we are. But it's not going to be a linear path, like, you know, do this and it's over. It's going to be going here and there and different platforms and, you know, circulating around. And, you know, will it ever become a consensus of normal, of living, thinking, and all that, uh, I, I don't know, I, you know, will it become normal, will anything be normal, that's not likely, I mean, I think it's going to be refugee, you know, we, we're all refugees, right, we all feel like refugees anyway, and I think uh, we're going to continue to be like in that, that feeling of, though we may be on familiar ground, it feels unstable, and I, I just I'm sorry, it's it's you know, you know the core the core problem though, it's it's lack of faith in God lack of dedication. And um you know, this false misstep of, of church revival that's that's coming to, to take people away from God. Oh yes. And they have muscle too. Ouch. They could be very nasty these people. <laughs> okay, that was I don't think I could ever do a, another podcast like that ever again. I'm completely exhausted now from this. <laughs> I mean, I poured out my my guts and I sound like an idiot. I, I don't I'm not eloquent, not elegant, not Practiced it. Verbiage. <laughs> I bet it got said. It got said, man. Now, you know, I'm looking at Ben. He looks like he needs wings. He's got a huge paws. You see what a good boy he's been today? Look at him. He's just there riding shotgun with me, right? What a great guy. Pretty strong though. Mm-hmm. Uh Why I go all the way back. Back to the beginning. Well, I've got stuff to do musically. I'm you know just getting my studio together now. I've got a with a new computer, I gotta reload all this software. Oh my god, it's a huge thing, but it's working. The only problem is with with all the water here, it's leaking in, hitting the gear. It's hitting my i have I've gotta be protective in there. But I you know, I so here's what happened. I would been down since January. I'm rip roaring, ready to go for some uh we'll do some disco tracks, some some, you know, ba- bass driven like bass you know base nectar stuff like bass this bass that bass, bass just drop that base, right and i want to do some you know some kind of like sort of like my own dj thing with stuff that you guys understand you know what i mean not just some you know sort of uh universal um cool talk that djs do but you know inside stuff and um uh, but not not as um <clears throat> not so easy to uh uh, you know, translate uh, so I don't wind up in the Patriot section, which is not my goal. You know, there's plenty of people. No New World Order, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. All right. Uh, shoot. Life is short now. Huh? It just goes by so quickly. Uh, What was the name of that? What was the name of that? I have to constantly look because what ends up happening is... uh, Let's see. <laughs> Big drug dealer, baby. Mm. Big drug dealer, baby. USDA. Numero uno. Numero uno. Big drug dealer, baby. Big drug dealer, baby. Yeah. And Convocate, what the I don't know the name of that song. What was the name of that song? <laughs> well here's one I want. So we'll just play that one. Okay, America and and to the Christian world, here you go.